let's let's tell some stories, I guess. How about that? Um, so, this one might be a little long, because I'm going to just get it all off my chest. When I was 17, I was in a car that the brakes gave out. I was headed back to the car shop that worked on my brakes the day before, and all of a sudden, I'm telling you what, the fucking brake pedal went to the floor. I had just gotten the car worked on. I'm headed downhill, going about 50 miles an hour, just from my house around the corner. I'm being followed by my best friend and my stepfather in their two cars. The car's speeding up. I have to figure out what the fuck to do. Oh my God, it was the scariest moment I can think of. But at the same time, I had to keep my wits together, right? First thought, boom, pull the emergency brake. That's what everyone, that's what everyone would do. I pull the emergency brake, nothing happens. Come to find out, it's because the cable snapped that yanks the emergency brake. Old car, got it. So I'm like, oh shit. As I'm headed toward a a five-lane road with a red light. On the right side of me is a neighborhood with houses. Driveways, cars parked. So I can't turn that way. To the left of me, same thing. Houses and all that stuff. But what's coming up is an open little parking lot and a building that is on the corner of this main road. Next thought is, okay, I guess I have to turn the wheel. The car is going to flip. I'll roll, but I won't get all the way to the road and get in there and kill everyone, right? Across this main road is a vet office. Directly across, okay? So I say, okay, I'm going to turn the wheel to the left. We'll either skid and do, I don't know what will happen, but let's do it. I yank the wheel. What happens next is the most ridiculous thing I can think of. The power steering cable breaks and all the power steering fluid runs all over the fucking engine. So now I'm smoking. And I don't know if you've ever driven a car that doesn't have power steering, but it's like trying to run in concrete that's already frozen. The t- wheel turns so slowly that now I'm headed toward this building. It's hard to explain, but this building has this big pane window on the side of a white stucco, I guess you would call it, side. So I'm headed toward the window. Shades are pulled down, or blinds are pulled down, so you can't see inside the window. It's probably about six by five. I'm about to head toward the building. There's a curb with a sidewalk. I'm thinking to myself, shit. I'm about to kill a family eating dinner because it's about 6.30 in the evening. The car jumps. I go through the window and I land. I have, obviously, I have my head down. It's an 85 Mazda 626. There's no airbags this time. 
I put my head down, cover my face with my arms, jump the curb, smash, over the little wall that's under the window, through the window, boom, and I land. As I open my eyes, I, lo- I notice that these, this room that I landed in is a mattress store storage room filled with mattresses and boxes full of styrofoam popcorn as if I was a stuntman in Iron Man 7 okay the car is parked in this room I put my hand out of the do- out of the window to the left six inches away wall try to open the door on the right six inches to the right wall in front of the car six inches away wall with a door I have parked the car perfectly in a room full of mattresses and boxes full of styrofoam I pull down the back seat I climb out the trunk grab one of my golf clubs and continue to exert my anger on the back of my car until the police show up. My stepfather and my best friend, as I mentioned, who are following me, are trying to calm me down. But my adrenaline is going so crazy that I poke nine holes in the metal of the trunk of the car. First life. In 2016, I go to climb Pikes Peak with my ex-girlfriend, who I've stayed friends with. In Colorado Springs, climbing the mountain, where there are gold flakes in all of the rocks. And any of you that have been there can attest to my testimony. Sorry to say it like that, but no story there. It was just a great time. 2017. Go to the Denali Range with the same ex-girlfriend and watch the Northern Lights. We go to the edge of the earth with nothing but a satellite phone a 9mm Glock and bear spray to sleep in the back of a little white Ford Ranger to lay under blankets and a sleeping bag to watch the northern lights. Freezing cold, it rains all night. I loved it. Last year, I decide to take a trip to Europe. I manage this by... I I hate that I'm telling this to the world. I get on Tinder. I sign up for the all-you-can-eat package, right? It's a hundred bucks. Where they let you swipe anywhere in the world. I put a map on the wall. I throw five darts. In those five places that I hit, I start scanning on Tinder. 
I swipe for 100 people in all five places. I get three hits in each place, maybe. One, I manage to scoop up and start talking to. I talk to her for eight months, get her to pay for my trip. I go for a month trip around Europe. She was in the Canary Islands. I went to Denmark, Brussels, London, Morocco, and another two other places I'm not thinking of, but it doesn't matter. I'm telling these stories because I just needed to get it out. Live your best life. Do everything that matters to you. Stop being let down. Stop being put up. Live right in the middle. Live your life. Say what you're going to do and then do it. I love all of you. And if you have any questions for me, I would love for someone to finally listen to this thing and come to me with a question. I'm just, I'm not even trying to make it interesting. I want to, it's called Ask the Bartender. Hit me up. I promise that I will come at you with more content. I will definitely start doing more. I'm going to do interviews. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to make this thing interesting. I promise. I've slacked for too long. I don't know who you people are, but please, please come back. I love you.